0: Broadway Sword Podcast, the hockey podcast that talks about Buffalo Sabers and New York Rangers hockey, hosted by John Scuzzo. hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the broadway sword podcast i'm your host john scuza and today we're going to recap the rangers solid week where they picked up three straight wins and then an ugly loss and the buffalo sabers with a jekyll and hyde week where they started out with two wins and then two ugly losses for them so let's get into it so we're going to start out with the sabers so the sabers last week their first game after I sat there on the podcast and said, they're a rebuilding team, no consistency, what is going on with this team, blah, 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 they went 5-1 over the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are supposed to be a playoff contending team and supposed to be a team that's supposed to be going all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, but for some reason hasn't been able to get out of the first round in the last 20 years, basically. This is a laughable game for the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is a team that you're supposed to be. The Sabre team is, they're rebuilding. I know this is a Sabres-Rangers podcast, and I know I'm just trashing the Sabres at the moment, but Toronto's supposed to be good. They have guys, they have top 25 players in Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Mitch Marner. You're supposed to be beating a team that's rebuilding like this, and you lose 5-1 at home in front of your fans for the first time in over two months. How do you do that? You get booed out. They get booed off the ice for Christ's sake. Like, how do you lose? Now, good. Good on the Sabers. I mean, Jacob Bryson scored. Victor Olvinson scored. Tate Thompson continued his great season with a goal. Jeff Skinner continued his great season with a goal. Kyle Pozo, who was having another solid year, continues his great year with a goal. Like this game was all sabers. They finally snapped their six-game losing streak, which was fantastic. Good for them. And Craig Anderson had a solid night in net, making 29 saves. Good for them. And then the next game they played at home against the Minnesota Wild, they won 5-4 as a hard-fought win game for them. They won 5-4. I thought the game was going to go in overtime as I'm watching it. Watching it as with my girlfriend, and I looked at her, I go, this game's going in overtime, we're gonna get free hockey, the The game was tied, and I was like, ah, oh, this, this has overtime written all over it, but the Sabres found a way to win it, they went up 5-3, Kaprizov scored a goal late with the net pulled to make it 5-4, but the Sabres hung on and won, and the guys that scored, Casey Middlestad, who's had a you know a bang up year with you know injuries and stuff, but he's starting to come through again. Kalapozo with another goal. Jeff Skinner with two goals. Victor Olafsson with a goal. Like they played well. They fought. They won. They kept it out of overtime. They didn't give Minnesota the point. And good for them. Good for the Sabers. I'm glad that they're doing that. And then the next home game on Sunday, which was a matinee, which was Kids' Day. They're a stinker You get shut out three nothing to the LA Kings, who have have who have had a really good season so far. I give them a lot of credit. The Pacific Division is very weak, uh, in my opinion, but they're playing well. They're in the playoff hunt. They're probably going to make the playoffs, and good for them. They shut out the Sabers. They the Sabers didn't play well. You know, you could tell. They got shut out three nothing. How are you going to win a hockey game if you don't score? so and then the very next night a home game against the florida panthers and they lose six to one now don't get me wrong florida is a very good hockey team don't you know they're like they are just so good up and down the lineup on defense and in that just fantastic game and it's just you know as the buffalo sabers you expect nights like this against a team like this this is what toronto should have done to them But they did it. But I digress. Florida beat them 6 1. They just, they, from the minute the puck dropped, they dominated, dominated, dominated. And, you know, like I said, that's what you're going to expect from teams teams like florida that are just really good talky teams that are really gonna they're built to go deep into the playoffs against a rebuilding team like the sabers they're getting there they show flashes like i said hard fought win against minnesota beating toronto there's flashes it's there you got guys in like i've said before on this podcast there's guys in the pipeline they're coming this team will be good i would say about three years They're on the right track So, for the Sabres, the standings for them right now, they are currently sixth in the Atlantic with 44 points with an 18-32-8 record. You know, again, like I said, I'm going to keep saying, rebuilding team, not great, not going to make the playoffs, going to probably have a good draft pick, but you know what, you also have two other draft picks from their Sam Reinhardt trade and the Jack Eichel trade, so don't worry about it. Their upcoming schedule, speaking of Jack Eichel, Thursday, March 10th. At home, Jack Eichel makes his return to Buffalo since being traded to the Vegas Golden Knights. That's going to be an interesting game. There's going to be probably a mixed reception from the fans, and it will be interesting to see what happens. And then on Sunday, March 13th, they will take on the Toronto Maple Leafs again in the Heritage Classic up in Toronto. It will be a really cool game to watch. Toronto's jerseys, I will say, and I will go on the record, are ugly. Buffalo's looks really nice. I like it. Simple. I don't know what Toronto was doing with those jerseys, but regardless, Sunday, March 13th, 4 o'clock versus Toronto, Heritage Classic, going to be a good game outside. Alrighty, now on to the Rangers. The Rangers, like I said, had a solid week, and then they threw up a stinker themselves. So let's start out. So last, last time I did the podcast, that night, they played the st louis blues and i sat there rangers played conservative shoot the puck shoot the puck shoot the puck they went out they played 58 great minutes of hockey i'll explain why i mean 58 minutes of great uh 58 great minutes of hockey they won 5-3 or st louis scored three of their goals in the last two minutes like 14 seconds of the second period And they went up 3-2 on the Rangers after Lafreniere and Strom put the Rangers up 2-0 originally. And I was just sitting there going, oh my god, why? Why why is this team like this? Why are they wasting Shostakovich's great year? Why? But they came out in the third period and they just... You know, Kreider, Patrick Nemeth scored his first goal on a, basically a wide open, <laughs> that deflected off a, uh, a, a St. Louis defender, and Artemi Panarin scored the fifth game or the fifth goal of the game, and the Rangers win. And good for them. Interesting stat from that game was the Rangers had 23 blocked shots. I've noticed recently, like looking at the stat sheets for the Rangers games, they blocked a lot of shots, and that's good. It's not just Shusterkin that's making all these great saves. The Rangers are blocking shots. They're playing decent defense in front of him. Now, yes, he's you know he's bailed them out in certain games and stuff. But again, they're playing defense in front of him. And then the next game, the Rangers won three-one against the rival New Jersey Devils. Eight, this was the Rangers' eighth straight win against the Devils. That was that's a that's a heck of a stat right there. Eight straight wins. That's dating back till last season and probably even the season before that's 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 pure dominance right there so good for the rangers shisterkin played lights out with a, a 9-7 save percentage in that game giving up one goal great game by shisterkin then, then and then the next game they started their four game road trip that is throughout this whole week with a 4-1 win in winnipeg can made 45 saves in that game, played out of his mind. The Rangers' PK played really well. They went 5 for 6. They only gave up one power play goal, which was Winnipeg's lone goal to Nikolai Ehlers. And the, Ra- the Rangers were starting to heat up as I wrote this down. And they looked good. Goudreau scored. Kreider scored twice in this game. Jacob Truba scored in the Winnipeg game. They looked good. They were heating up. They were starting to put things together. And then last night, what the against the Minnesota Wild happened? They lost five-two. Yikes! Alexander Georgiev is not looking good now, mind you. It's hard to give Georgiev starts when Igor Shosturkin is putting up historical numbers that people haven't seen since the '40s. So it's hard but if Georgie keeps going out there with the chances he's getting and getting squashed giving up five goals giving up goal, a lot of goals that he wish he could have back his trade stock's gonna go down and the Rangers are gonna have a hard time dealing him at the deadline because he's probably the big target or the big chip that the Rangers are gonna move at the deadline to you know pick up pieces maybe along with Vitelli Kratsov and maybe one of their uh, young defensemen but other than that that's your big piece to move and if he's not going to play well not a lot of teams are going to take him so the rangers currently sit second in the metro with 77 points with a 36 13 and 5 record great record for the rangers rangers like i said are having a great season they're technically tied with the pittsburgh penguins for second with 77 points but the rangers have a game in hand on the pittsburgh penguins at the very moment And then the Rangers' upcoming schedule, Thursday, March 10th, they will be in St. Louis to take on the St. Louis Blues again. They will continue their four-game road trip. And then on Saturday, March 12th, they will be at Dallas taking on the Dallas Stars to finish out their four-game road trip. That is it for this episode of the Broadway Sword Podcast. Thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next one.